Where Hawaii Eats is brought to you by the Honolulu Star Advertisers Dining Out, Outrigger Hotels and Resorts, Cisco Hawaii, Stanford Car Development, and Hawaii Cancer Care. Welcome to Where Hawaii Eats. We are at Vino with Chuck Furuya, Master Sommelier, first Master Sommelier in Hawaii. And we have some great wine pairings and some dishes that he's picked. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things I think, what is, why is this pertinent is one of the things we should say, first of all, is that when you go along the Mediterranean basin or along the countryside of the Mediterranean, and you go to little cafe or bistros, every single table is having wine with their lunch or their dinner. Every single, not every other table, every single table. And they're not sitting there and, and swirling the glass, you know, smelling it and going, Ugh. They eat the food and they gulp the wine, just like we gulp fruit punch, soda pop, iced tea in America. It's a way of life there. And so we're, we've been slow as, as a country to move in that direction, but it's moving. But that's the purpose of doing these kind of shows is that you know we, we, we show some foods and then some ideas of what kind of wines go with it and why. And then it's up to all of you whether you want to enjoy it or you know, it's like, oh, there goes Chuck again. Well, that's why we've asked you to be on the show because you know what goes best with what entrees and dishes. So let's start with our first option. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I think we should start off, first of all, with this uh, crispy Brussels sprouts. So the purpose of Vino, you know, it wins all these awards and everything like that. And if you, um, if you look over the years, it's James Beard nominated for this and for the wine program, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, it takes a lot of work to accomplish that, you know. And so what we wanted to do here was just make sure that um, <clears throat> we do the kind of foods that you would have somewhere along the Mediterranean basin. And we like to serve wines that come from somewhere along the Mediterranean basin. So you're actually coming here and you're, you're having a little taste of the Mediterranean rather than just Chardonnay with fish or you know something like that. So, so all of these wines, like this first wine, it's not from the Mediterranean basin. It's actually from Germany. So I don't, you know, I think I wanted to make sure we had a wine that uh, worked with the food. So this grape variety is called Scheurebe. Which this one? Nope. The this next one. class. Yep. So this. You so you have to understand. My point of view is this: Brussels sprouts are always bitter. And uh, you have cheese in here, you got nuts in here, you know, and so you need something that's gonna lift all this stuff. Mm. Not just go with it, it's gotta act like a fresh herb, it's gotta make it taste more dynamic, it's gotta be uplifting. That's what Shoyuriba does. And so you don't find Shoyuriba in too many places around the world, or at least good ones. This is the best. This is from an iconic producer, 15 generations uh, in Franconia, Germany. He's been winemaker of the year I don't know how many times. This is a legendary winemaker, and it, the grape variety show you ever. So it's dry, it's not sweet, even though you think it's gonna smell sweet. And it's just very aromatic, it's very perfumed. And therefore it acts like thyme or basil wood with this dish. And then in addition to that, it's got a real lemony acidity, so it keeps your palate fresh and alive between bites. But it's almost like a, it's almost like buttery. Yeah. See, this is perfect to me. This is good. Good with that. Good job. You know what you're so doing. The whole purpose again, no, it's not that. It's just that if you can, if you can make the wine and food create magic, one doesn't taste better or more stronger than the other. They just seamlessly go together. 
then that to me is an interesting wine and food pairing, you know? At least for me. Everybody has different thoughts, but that's what it's like for me. So the second dish, you know, DK found these incredible scallops. They're deep ocean, but they're just really good scallops. And uh, man, when you fry it crispy like this, sear it crispy like this, you know, if you don't fry, sear it crispy, then it melts, you know? So. That's squidding pasta. You know, it just it just it adds a salinity to the to the whole dish, you know? Mm -hmm. That's enough, I think. That is enough. That's too big. Just want a small piece. Oh. So the pasta is made in-house. Um, I'm not sure this batch. You know, I, I don't come here that often, you know? So I, I I'm not on top of everything. But the wine we're doing with it is actually a wine from Greece. So as you know, Greece is one of the oldest countries in the world that has produced wines. So this is from two indigenous groups. That's a real big word for me, indigenous. You Not trans that? Indigenous, you know, it means it's from me like I-N-D-I-G-E-N-O-U-S. Indigenous, and so that's like, it's from there. Are you making fun of me? <laughs> the dishes that you selected so far are really good. Thank and you. And the wine pairings are really good. I get good lucky once in a while. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. get lucky once in a while. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back and we'll learn some more about wines with Chuck Furia. Welcome back. Chuck, which wine did you pick to pair with the Scott? So this is from Greece. This is called the Skouras, Domain Skouras. It's a one-man show. Uh, he's the leader of the, the modern uh, wine movement in Greece. Two indigenous grapes, Roditis Mascafalero. Very uplifting again. It's gonna, it's gonna smell like it's sweet, it's not. And it's got this real lemony edge, and that's what goes with the scallops. It's like squeezing a lemon over the scallops. That's what it does. That's so exactly the next, what that yeah, tastes like. It's, it's really good, and it took us six and a half years to get that wine to Hawaii. So it's, it's not like it was easy. So now I'm gonna plate this, uh, I had a bone to pick with you, I told you that. <laughs> this is bone marrow. Yeah. You, you you want me to, you want this one or you want you you gonna serve your own? No, I would like to be served. Oh yeah, <laughs> here toast. <laughs> okay, so we just scrape a little bit of this stuff. Man, this stuff is that, you know, here at Vino they use that no growth homo no antibiotic. So other people may have bone marrow, but it's not like this one. I, I guarantee you. So the wine we're gonna do it is the pink one. So this one comes from Italy. This family's been doing this since the 1900s. So people will say, well, it's bone marrow. How come you don't do red wine? So the best way I can describe how this wine works with the food, this is like at Thanksgiving, you have the roast turkey, the stuffing, the fixings, all this rich, savory food. And then all of a sudden you have the cranberry. So when you eat the cranberry, it freshens your palate so you can go back to eating all that rich, savory food. That's what this pairing is about. So this is also indigenous grapes to the northwest part of Italy. Again, this family's been doing it since the 1900s. It took us like six and a half years to get this wine to Hawaii too. It's not meant to be fancy, it's not meant to be Grand Cru or serious. It's just a country style wine, so it's delicious, light, food friendly, gulpable. That's how it works with the food. It did exactly what you said it was going to do. Yeah. And then, this is one of my favorite dishes of all time. So this is the braised Spanish octopus. And this is something you would have in Spain. So it's rustic, it's hearty, it's, you know, it's 
just got so much flavor. This Spanish octopus, you know, we used to use local octopus, but it doesn't have the same flavor. It doesn't have the same texture. So this is a ham hock uh, white bean stew that goes with it. Mm -hmm. Keith, uh, the chef created this specific for rustic red wines. You know, so you, you know, octopus has is so much flavor, especially the one from Spain. And then he lightly uh, grills it to give it some smoky flavor. And it's just so tender at the same time. And the smoked uh, ham hock stew just gives it more flavor. And then the, the, the pickled cabbage just give it, gives it crunch with some exotic uh, Moroccan spices to it. So which wine did you select? The red. Mm. Oh, this is a really good wine. This also comes from Italy, Northwest. This is a nearly forgotten grape called Ruque. You never see it. Man, this is, uh, you see, it's, it's got more aromatics. It's got a rose petal lilac smell. And that's what uplifts the food. So it's not just earthy black cherries, blackberries. These aromatic grape varieties are really hard to come by, but they're really exciting. They create incredible electricity and dynamics with food. So that's the kind of experience you get. That's why I come here. You know, I think this, this restaurant has wonderful wines, wonderful foods, and wonderful wine and food possibilities. And it's done in a very neighborhood style. That's why I like coming here. You know, I used to work here, but I don't anymore. But I still love coming here because the food is so darn good. And the wines are really good. You created the wines program here for Vino. Yeah, but it's also now Ivy. You see her walking around. She's, she's a dynamo. So, um, yeah. And so in addition to that, they have the Sanse food here in the DK Steakhouse. So it's, you can have a lot of fun here with wine and food. 100%. So how did you want to become a sommelier? So I just worked as a server to put myself through college. I went to the University of Hawaii and I started off at the bottom and I'm one of those guys that whenever I do anything, I have to know everything there is to know about everything. When it came to wines, nobody could answer my questions, so I just started studying. It's not like I planned it, it just happened. But you were the first master sommelier in well, Hawaii. Well, I'm from Hawaii. Um, there were, back in the 70s, of the first 10 master sommeliers, Five of us used to live in Hawaii together. So it's true, four of them are transient, but I w really wasn't the first in Hawaii. I was the first from Hawaii, perhaps is a better way to interpret. But, you know, I, I don't know who's first, who's second, doesn't, you know, but it was a great time here in Hawaii, man. We used to taste so much wines, and I learned so much as a lo young local boy that yeah. he spam was to be, you know, it's just. What, speaking of spam musubi, what wine would you pair with a spam musubi? Um, if it has a teriyaki glaze, I would recommend you do the CFU raisin recently. That's the one DK was recommending. It, it acts like biting into a cold pineapple when you have something salty or, or, or slightly sweet. Good to know. So, yeah. Cheers. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Thanks for, for having me. Goes to you all. Thank you very much for watching. Um, what, you're doing something called a podcast. Yeah, it's called uh, Chuck Free Uncorked on YouTube. It's just talking story about wines like this, just so drum up some interest. No, I mean, there's a lot to be said about pairings and everything that you've paired with the food makes per perfect sense, made it even that much more delicious. Thank you. So thank you so much for doing this Thank show. you for having me. Where Hawaii Eats was brought to you by the Honolulu Star Advertisers Dining Out, Outrigger Hotels and Resorts, Cisco Hawaii, Stanford Car Development, and Hawaii Cancer Care.